First of all, I want to thank my family, my friends, the incredible people of Chicago, and all over the country and the world who have prayed for me, who have supported me, who have shown me so much love. No one will ever know how much that has meant to me, and I will forever be grateful. Wow. I want you to know that not for a moment was it in vain. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. Talk I would not shit, be my Jeff. mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I was accused of. Mm-hmm. This has been an incredibly difficult time. Honestly, one of the worst of my entire life. But I'm yeah. a man of faith, and I'm a man that has knowledge of half, history, and I would not bring my family, faith my and lives, or the movement through a fire like this. I just the movement. Oh, yeah. The justice loose. From the bottom of my heart. And I would also like to thank the state of Illinois for attempting to do what's right. Oh, that's petty. He gets oh, like a little bit. Get back to work and move on with my life. No, you ain't got no job. I always continue to fight for the justice, equality, and betterment of marginalized people everywhere. Ah, the justice. Yo, he got that all. Thank you to God. Bless y'all. Thank you very much. Bless y'all. Oh, he on his God. What's his real? Is his real name Jesse? Or is his real name Justice? Is that like just a nickname? Nah, nah, his real name is Justin. Yo, but yo, look, he was, it was, it was, it was, it was like when you sing church songs at the Apollo. Yeah, like he just went straight to God, heavy. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Did he, did he say like this is the worst thing that happened to me? Yeah, that's a fact. Was, so, so you mean this? So this was worse than getting beat up and robbed, really? No, no, no. No, no. The world was in his head, yo. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, honestly, yes. I think this would be worse than getting beat up and robbed when I saw, like, the yeah. little scratches on his face. They put yeah. the brother in jail. They, they took him out yeah. real quick. And yeah, then so they called him a liar. Yeah, they had me thinking that Jesse lied. And I love Jesse. Pause. <laughs> I, I, I always love Jesse. No, I always love Jesse. Always, no, that's a fact. Always love Jesse because we he seemed real happy. Side, he seemed to be real happy to be here. Like when Empire mm-hmm. came, when Empire popped off, I watched it for Taraji and Terrence because of uh. I didn't show trash. But keep on going. No, okay, I did for Hustle and Flow. I love Hustle and Flow, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is that's dope. trash if you, but all right. He ain't think no. He ain't think nobody from Empire. He ain't think the original Big Daddy Lee Daniels. You think? Yo, you think? You think? Um, yo, you first remember, off, remember Lee that, Daniels is the issue. But we talk about that in different episodes. You remember, yeah, yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah. But you should have thanked him. But I mean, he put him on. He made that. He put B. He put oh no, that's a fact. In position. That's a fact. Put him in position. He put him in position. Word up. But welcome back to Better Than You Pod. This is episode number nine. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whenever you may be listening to this. We thank you for returning, checking us out. Go around the room, see what's happening. Joe. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's a wonderful day. It's a day after my birthday. I had a good birthday. And today I went to work for a little while. Uh, mm. Then I left. It was, it was beautiful. I got, it, was, it was great. I love it. <laughs> on, on, on on God, I was really gonna try to avoid saying something to saying about something about your birthday for the whole episode. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I was gonna try. I was gonna purposely not acknowledge it. <laughs> Those we recorded on my birthday and didn't acknowledge it. 
So we definitely wasn't going to acknowledge <laughs> oh, Joseph. <wow. laughs> I was going to make a point of that yeah. shit, and he just wanted to talk. Wait, no, wait, wait, no. but look, but but nobody peeped. We've been saying how how we peeped, how Joe kept dropping in the group chat just little hints. Yeah, you know I want to do this by my birthday Word. and relating it to pod business. Yeah, you know, I'm mad time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, B, what's going on? Yo, greetings, man. Everything is good over here. You already know. Okay. Damn, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where you want me to go? I'm going to get right into it. Yo, we got topics. No, no, no. Okay, no doubt. Yeah. Aunt, what's happening? Yeah, okay. Yo, you always be on that um, bullshit, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stuck in Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Chilling. I swear. What you just heard was Jesse. He's a free man, copping his pleas, but give, trying to give his thanks at the same time for uh, being for all the charges being dropped and being let go. Mm. The state of Chicago's upset, though. You know, Rahm Emanuel was on his No obstruction, no collusion. Go Jesse. <laughs> Word up. Oh, Word up. But speaking of that, speaking of, you know, getting, getting off and uh, not having anything to do with anything, this Mueller report came in. My love, but we could. No, yeah. His name doesn't he matter. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter to the stories. <laughs> he, he let, let us, us down. down. Or did he let us? Yeah, he. It was his decision, right? I'm not sure. Well, I mean, from 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 what? Yeah, from what we know as of right now, it looks like a letdown. Nobody's, you know. I heard that Barr said it's only going to take a few weeks yeah. for him to release it to to you know redact whatever he needs to redact and get it out there to the public, so you know we can really get into it and see what he found or rather didn't find because he didn't interview Trump Jr., which yeah. I thought was a, you know, a key piece. Yeah. And there's just a lot of witnesses that he left out. But we could get, you know, let's get but check it. it but check at. it like, like Alex, man, like you mentioned Barr, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really passionate about this. And my, my greatest fear about having this discussion is the shit I'm going to forget. Cause this shit is fucking way. I mean, this shit is way right. bigger. There's a lot of layers. You know I mean? There's a lot of layers. There's a lot of layers to this shit. All right, so let's start at this. Right, most people do not read news articles. Can we agree on that? Nope. You know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred. No. But the newspaper put a lot of information. This is why I said it was a lot of bad <clears throat> reporting going on. The um just in the last few days, right? The newspaper put a lot of information in the articles. Information point number one that really freaking matters, right? Is that Robert, you mentioned Barr. Robert Mueller, three weeks before Barr put out this statement and, 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 the, uh, and the report was released, three weeks before that, Mueller went to Barr and told him that he had, he had uh, uh, issues about the obstruction. Now, his issues about the obstruction wasn't that Donald Trump didn't obstruct justice, right? Like, this is, this is in the New York Times and Washington Post if you actually read the articles. He came to Barr and said his issues is he had he's having a hard time proving the collusion, which we saw with with um, Kaepernick. Like if we don't find you two talking to each other, like it's hard to prove the collusion. You know what I mean? So he had a hard time finding proving the collusion. So then he went straight. So he couldn't. So because of his mandate, he couldn't put. Uh, she, he couldn't just say, "Okay, you obstructed." Obstructed. That's why he put a question mark on the obstruction. You know what I mean? Now we right. talk about sports here. You know what I mean? So like. like let, and y'all cut me off whenever I'm going off off key or going crazy or if you want to, you know what I mean, or whatever, right? But we talk about sports here, right? So let's let's talk about this. Like, like let's say if Muller is Tom Brady, right? Barr is right. Bill Belichick, right? Now I'm making right. some of this and shit hey, up B, as I go on. Let me just stop you for one so second. Like, 
One second. What are you about one to second, say? B. Let me just interrupt. So that, and I'm not about to interrupt your flaw. I just want to say that we, we're saying Barr, but let's just be clear. We're talking about Attorney General Bill Barr, just so Absolutely. people can have a, a, a scope of what we're talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The Attorney General. He's he's Bill Belichick, right? Let's call the American people the field. You know what I mean? And let's call the football the Mueller report. You know what I mean? So Mueller's Tom Brady. He's holding the football, his report, right? They're in the Super Bowl. Fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Okay? Let's, let's mm-hmm. even say last two minutes. This is the equivalent of what Barr did was the equivalent of Bill Belichick calling a timeout saying, listen, Tom Brady, I'm glad you brought us here and all this shit, but I'm about to throw the football from now on these last two minutes. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what he did. And then what he took... So we don't even have like the like he only took partial sentences from what the Mueller report actually said. Now to the no collusion shit, right? Think seven people out of the Donald Trump administration were were uh, uh, found guilty on charges and are going to jail. You know what I mean? And so when you mm-hmm. say no collusion as far as the Russia shit. Every single thing that they have lied about this entire time had to do with communications with the Russians. Donald Trump Jr. in the meeting with Paul Manafort met with the met with the Russian operative. And and then Donald Trump Sr., the president of the United States, got on Air Force One when the pressure was on and told them all to say it was about Russian adoptions. People forget all this shit because there's so much shit thrown out at you. But the initial statement out of Donald Trump um, was, oh, it was about Russian adoptions. That was, if, if you read, there's a whole entire New York Times article about it, and it, it was, he told his son to say it was about Russian adoptions. So that's number one on the bullshit. So you have Gates, Manafort, um, Papadopoulos, all these motherfuckers going to jail, and all they're going to jail for is lying about Russia. This shit is right. bullshit. <laughs> it's wild. It's, it's the whole, the entire situation is just I mean, everybody's looking at it with a, you know, with a, with an eye, like, okay, well, what we really got here, because we sitting here, we watching every single thing that's going on. We sat there, and we watched um my man, um, his name is escaping me, my man on um uh, Capitol Hill, yeah, giving yeah, his testimony Cohen. about Trump, Cohen, yeah. Cohen, Michael Cohen giving his testimony about Trump. The whole thing just looks real skeevy, and it's like you can't just sit there if you just want to sit there and say, oh. I'm riding with Trump, then you're just going to be like, all right, well, yeah, everything was false, but come on, B. But you, let's take a, a step... The evidence is literally in your face. All facts, but let's hey. take a step back, man. Also, we have to admit one thing. That day that that, that bar came out about the Mueller report, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. the greatest day of the Trump presidency. He hasn't yep. had a better day than that. Yep. And that's why you're seeing all of his operatives and every, everywhere talking mm-hmm. about everything. Now, let me tell yep. you a backdrop of what's been going on in the middle of all of his operatives going around talking about, the, the, um, about how Trump did the no collusion, right? Okay, I'm going to read from the Commerce Department. Housing, which is one-sixth of the U.S. economy. So this is, you know what I mean? It came out, that this is housing reports today said price gains slow to six and a half year low and housing starts dropped 9% in February. So housing prices are dropping and we're not creating new homes, right? Another thing from Bloomberg today, US, US consumer confidence down uh, for fourth month of the last five expectations index show. That means people, aren't, people don't want to go out and buy, you know what I mean? 
So mm-hmm. he's, while he's out here talking about these things, and the biggest thing, the, the largest thing that, no, besides the economy slowing down, but the biggest thing that's happening while this is all going on, the Justice Department just yesterday changed from we want to end parts of Obamacare to we want to get rid of the entire Obamacare. The Justice Department now, now has changed their mandate to get rid of the entire Obama, uh, Obamacare, and they're literally fighting in Congress to try to get rid of it now, which means 20 million people who now have um, insurance from Obamacare will no longer mm-hmm. have insurance. That gets, it will get rid of the pre-existing conditions, um, standards, and, and, and everything like that. Yet, Donald Trump today, while he's talking about this, no, mm-hmm. no collusion, yep. no obstruction of justice, which are both lies. He, he also said that he is going right. to, that that Republicans are going to Republicans. be the party of health care. Party of health right? He also said that we had the best economy that we we've uh, we that we've ever had. He said these things literally today. This is Tuesday, yeah, March twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like this this is what's going on. So so first off, he's lying about he's lying about the actual report, the Mueller report. That we don't know about, right? Because we're not gonna, we're only gonna, we're only gonna know certain parts of it. Because Barr, let's remember, Barr was handpicked by him. He mm-hmm. fired everybody until he got somebody that will do this thing. And Barr Puppet. literally wrote a report saying that I don't, that you can't indict the president on anything. He he wrote the report talking about how to get rid of the Mueller report. And then Donald Trump was like, "Oop, I want to fire my attorney general." Waits a couple weeks, hires Barr, the guy that wrote the guy that wrote the report. You know what I mean? Like every he let's remember that he fired everybody that he needed to fire on his way to finding the right guy to run but, this to 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 run and, his attorney general's office. But you know what? This whole the whole setup, the whole, rather the whole everything that he's going through right now, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's like they've been. It's like I this, and this is just my you know my conspiracy mind thoughts is just that he been knew that. He was going. Nothing was going to come of the of the, um, of the report. Nah. Is that he just been, he was going? He you was think? going back and forth with him. Nah. That's just how. This is just. A, this is just how I'm thinking. Nah, because it does. They came out. He knew when the report guns, was coming out. They but came out guns blazing today. Yo, and he set up the 2020 election to be about health. He had always had. Listen, by, Joe, by Joe, Mick, Joe. I mean, I, I'm Alex. Yeah. Yo. Okay. First off, the, you, you're saying a bunch of different things. He had to set up the 2020 election to be about health care for one reason. It's because the Democrats won on health care in 2018. It was the number one issue. Right. And then when you, when you say he knew about the he knew about the uh, report uh, coming out, I think he knew about when the report was going to come out. Exactly. Like I started this. Yeah. But he didn't know about the report. If you read if you read his if you read his tweets. Right. Listen to what he's saying today. All even in the, to this weekend. Um, uh, Robert Mueller is a good man. The report is per- perfect. It's so great. But listen, read his tweets all weekend and mm-hmm. going in the, the entire week. He was scared as shit. Yeah. He didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. This motherfucker was tweeting manically. We saw the first 100 tweet day that we've ever seen in the presidency, like right before this Mueller report released. This motherfucker didn't know what the fuck was going on. He was scared as shit. Mm-hmm. Was that, hmm. Yo, the, the American people thought the American people were on his head. Now he probably didn't think, oh, they probably ain't gonna catch me on their conclusion, but they'll catch me on the obstruction of justice because he did it out in the plain mm-hmm. open. And yeah. then you look at the, but then you look at the collusion. Did he or did he not collude? Uh, okay, it, it, I'm not sure. Robert Mueller found that found that he didn't collude. I think that's a non-question. I think that's a question Robert Mueller didn't come to. Also, because here's the thing: 
There are a lot of facts there that I'm sure Donald Trump doesn't want released. And the fact that Barr is there to black those right. facts out, Redacting. we're never going to have everything. it. Now, maybe Congress gets some of it, but there's a lot of pieces that are hugely embarrassing because there's a reason why they were all lying about Russia. There's a, reason why, there's a reason why Donald Trump Jr. said most of our money comes from Russia, yet they act like they don't have any business in Russia, hmm. you know? So like and and then when we get the when we get the redacted copy and it goes and it goes to con like they're gonna have to pull Robert Mueller they're gonna have to pull um William Barr in front of Congress and start asking those asking those motherfuckers questions yo because Barr is Barr is the guy that was prepared for this shit he's the guy that said I want to pull out a political and, and really it was just an initial political drop it was a political statement that he made he didn't even use full full um Robert Mueller sentences. That was a political document that uh, that William Barr put out, and it was just the initial salvo. But the way that America works, the way that the media works, is that that was enough. It was the only thing you could report on, as far as the Mueller report, that nobody knew about, and so that was the largest thing that was going to get traction. Those half sentences and obstruction was to decide. And guess what? Donald Trump had had branded the word collusion so many times that he owned it. So it had to take the top line in the newspaper. But if you read inside of their newspaper, you, you would learn what I said initially, that Barr was told by Robert Mueller three weeks before that, that the problem with obstruction that he had was is that he can't directly prove the collusion. So he, so he but due to his mandate, right? Because the mandate changed. He didn't have, and people keep on talking about the, the Ken Starr shit when, when he brought up um, Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, but yeah. after that, Congress voted to change the mandate for special counsels. So his mandate changed. He's hamstrung a little bit. You know what I mean? So due to his mandate, he was only able to say so, only able to do so much. So he has all the information, but he's only able to do so much with the information. What his initial, what his report was is it goes in front of Congress who is, who actually has the right to indict and impeach the president. You know what I mean? They're the people who have the right to do it, not the attorney general. Right, but here's my here's my here's my part on it. When you investigating was what what he was doing, you didn't interview the key players. I just, I, I'm still I'm from my myself. Yeah. I'm stuck on how did you skip over Donald Trump Jr. I, I, with all the with all the information that you were given by all the people that you subpoenaed by all the people that cut deals that gave you information, Alex, and a lot of it that name was mentioned. How did you? How do we not? Alex, interview him. How, racked, why, why was he not brought in? I racked my head about that same thing, and you know the only conclusion I came to: you didn't need to because you actually knew what the hell he did. Mm-hmm. You have all the facts. That's another thing they probably don't want to come out. You know what I mean? You don't <laughs> need to. The only reason you don't you don't interview somebody like that is because you actually already know. You don't even need him to come in and say, I did this or I did that. But it only matters because it all was, it was all connected to collusion. So it only matters, right? You can't just indict him. If, if you're not going to indict the president on collusion, then you can't indict the, the, um, the players beforehand with their minor actions towards the president's collusion, right? If you can't prove the president's collusion, then you can't prove the minor actor. So, so if Donald Trump Jr. meets with this meets with this lady and they lie about it, right, to the American people, that's a lie to the American people, et cetera. But it wasn't a lie on the stand. And and if you can't prove that it was it was directly towards the towards actual collusion, right, then you can't then you can't connect them to uh, the president of the United States, and then you really have no case. So I think. All right, but then, but here's the thing: what you said. What do we say before? What did you say? What did you guys say? 
right before the case, before the report was turned in, what was Donald Trump doing? You said you he was, he was manically manic. tweeting. Yeah, he was manic. What do you think Donald Trump would have done if they called his son in? You understand what I'm saying? Because that's what oh, you do when you're about to, when you when you're trying to get discovery, when you're trying to get all the information, you call in certain people. If me and you commit a crime in there together, you saying everything me, right, and they don't catch you, and they end up bringing you in just as a, hey, we want to talk to you. You don't think I'm gonna be nervous to see what you're gonna say? No, nah, Alex, you're you're 100 right, and people had said that going up to this, and the number one case that they said, well. Well, we all think Donald Trump is going to resign or we think that Donald Trump is going to come forward because <laughs> because they think they because they thought that that um, they were going to actually have the kids. You know, what I mean, they, they right. thought Donald Trump was going to make a deal to protect his kids. Yeah. Right. Bob Line, they happened. wasn't about that action. They wasn't about that. Bob action. Mueller was straight by the book. Now. Now, that's why I said the seven, the, 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 um, the Southern District um, Court in New York. New York. Right. That's what I was going to ask you. How do now everybody's turned into that? Everybody's turned into that. Because because he because Donald Trump has has cases all over the place, but that's that's a strong case. He has a strong right. case on Southern District uh, uh, um, New York. So now that the report is out, right, and the part of the Southern District's parts are going to be redacted. Also, the things that they yeah, know because Mueller has also been cooperating with them. So right. now that this is over, now they actually have the pass to be able to act without w- w- without stumbling over a federal investigation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so now the, the time clock is on them. But this is the key thing, right? And this is why I say, I, I'm, I'm, I think I've said it here before, but the way to change the Donald Trump presidency is at the voting booth. Because this is the key thing. There's a statute of limitations of five years on these crimes. If Donald Trump gets reelected, then he's home free. Right. So you're going to yep. see a strong push for a Donald Trump re-election where you might not have seen that shit before. Right. And I'm just going to say, that's why I was saying, it wasn't that I was going in a bunch of different directions. I'm just Nah, saying, you were good. In, ter- in terms of his health, in terms of him announcing health care, like, to me, I'm, my, I'm, I have a marketing background. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. you know what? What we're going to do is we're going to go right into, oh, we good? Let's get a whole plan together. And let's, you know, everybody got in the room. It's like, oh, we straight. Let's start looking at the election. Let's bury this so nobody digs into it because we know when the report comes out, we're going to make it about health care. The American people are going to be more, more concerned about health care than reading some redacted reports that we can bury on top of put, talking, making health care a priority now and saying that this hmm. Republican administration is about, to, is about to be about strictly about health care. You know what? We get reelected and it's going to make everybody yeah. forget about this case, especially when Bill Barr puts out the redacted report when the Dems are going to try and bring up things they might find in there. We're going to be so help. We're going to so be so knee deep in health care where Americans are not going to care about that. They only you know what? Focus I on agree. what matters to them. I actually agree that that, that, that politically that, it, but uh, for a different reason, I think that he, this was like a refresher. He had lost in healthcare already. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so, so this is, a, this is like his, his fresh open. It seems like a new subject now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we just like the the thing that loomed over the United States of America for the first two years of, of of the Trump presidency was the Mueller report. Did he collude? Well, it was Russia, yo. Like to him, that shit is over. To the rest of us, we didn't even see the shit yet. Right. You know what I mean? 
And that's but to I'm him, he's acting. Yeah. He's acting like it's over. No, you absolutely like. I agree with what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're absolutely right. He's acting like it's over, and then he's he, he's doing one of those conversations where like, okay, but now I could get this fresh shit off, and they're gonna focus on this. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Well, we'll be getting into this more, especially as the um as the report is made public, and we can kind of dig through it and come back to you and give you more information on it. But from one. You know, debacle. Let's talk about gerrymandering and the debacle that's... Actually, I don't want to say debacle yet because there's a lot of cases going on with gerrymandering mm. in the Supreme Court right now. And just so that... I know people may have heard the term. Let's just give you a little bit of background on what it is. It's basically the practice intended to establish a political advantage for a particular party or group by manipulating district boundaries. So basically... You can say you have this place to go. You're, you've been knowing let's, the high school that you, you know, the but, local high school. Hold on. Yeah, hold yeah, on, that, Alex. That. I, I think let, let's just use the, the other word because a lot of people don't know what gerrymandering right. is, but they know what redistricting is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's just call it redistricting. Got you. Yeah, especially, and everybody does know that, especially if you have people yeah. who've been with school zones and everything like that. Right. So you can, keep, you can take the same concept and apply it to this, is that they're just basically changing the zones and the boundaries of where you'd be voting and what matters by the party or group, but they're, but they're doing it by manipulating the district boundaries. You know, and this is, it's, a, it's been going on for years. It's an age-old thing, but in this instance, there, you know, there's a lot of court cases that are coming up in regards to that. You know, basically, they, but right now, what we saw today was that they were unlikely to rule that the federal courts have a role in deciding how much partisanship is too much when state legislators draw the maps for voting districts. And I know this is something that Joe really wanted to get into. And, you know, he, you, I know we've been talking about it. You have some specific points. So I want to give you the opportunity to go ahead and just, you know, tell I want to know where you were at with what you saw today that came out of the Supreme Court. Well, I mean, I'm, the main thing I was, like, looking at is um, the cool thing about, like, the case, the thing I thought was, like, the cool thing about these cases is you have... Um, you have the one case out of North Carolina where um, Democrats are upset with Republicans using the gerrymandering of the redistricting to, you know, um, get more votes in certain districts. And you also had the big case out of Maryland where it's like the flip side when they had um, the Democratic governor out there. I don't think they probably still did, whatever. But he and his people like used it doing like the opposite getting more democratic like districts and stuff available and all that thing stuff. And um the fact that they have both of these cases there at like the same time, it should be like it should be something that's like, okay, we should fix this. You know what I'm saying? Because both sides yeah. have issue with this, right? But yeah. from what I'm hearing, it's like with the uh like conservative like majority in the Supreme Court after Trump got his people in their cabin or whatever. It's like they seem like they're definitely really going to push towards letting this be like a state thing, you know, which yeah. is pretty much saying, yeah, we we not going to help at all with the situation. You know what I'm so, saying? And mm -hmm. no, nah, I mean, that, that's pretty much what I'm like but looking let, at. Let me let me ask you a question. So I live I live in a, I, I live in I live in whatever suburb of the tri-state area or wherever in, mm -hmm. in the country. Why does that matter to me? Because where I'm going, I've been voting. Let's just say I'm a Democrat. Can I, yeah, can yeah, I say? I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah get in yeah, that. I just want to finish it up because right. I want to make it more of like, and I really want to break it down for a minute because like people here, we just talk about schools on it, but 
I think what people yeah. are thinking like, yo, I still go vote where I vote. Like, why does it matter if they mm. rezone it and bring more voters in? Like, how does that affect me locally? Okay, mm-hmm. I have two. I, I have two things to say. I, like, how does it? How does it directly affect you? This is the thing that they always hide behind because it's literally all about politics, right? Yeah. Okay. They'll redistrict so that it fits a certain political demographic. So say we redistrict in a in, in drawing weird lines so to fit a Republican demographic. Then when somebody runs in that in that um in that space. in that area, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In that space, right? They have to run far to the right. They, there's no there's no centrism because it's not a split district anymore. There's no other side in that district. It's far to the right. Gotcha. Same thing if it's a same thing if it's a Democratic district, and it, the Democrat has to run far to the left, mm-hmm. right? Okay. <clears throat> then there's no push from your own district to communicate with the other side. So you have a problem crossing the lines to create a bill or anything like that because every time you do, they're like, "What the hell are you doing that for? We don't fuck with those guys." You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but this is, but this is also why voting matters, because, and this is why 2018 kind of mattered, and 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 how we we can try to help influence the districts is because governors appoint the the local judges who would set who would help vote to set these districts. So, right. You know what I mean? To, to help reset yeah. these, draw draw the redraw these maps, and so we need. That's why that's why voting matters. A lot of people say, "Well, I don't want to vote locally. I only vote in presidential elections." Must vote. That's number one. And number two is it has everything to do with politics. If you're saying we're too polarized, if you're saying that that Republicans keep on jumping to the Republican side and Democrats keep on jumping to the Democrat side, let's talk about Mitch McConnell. For matter of fact, you know, yeah, I Mitch McConnell today. is yeah. Well, well, I, I didn't even have any specific thing. Oh, okay. Unless you had something. No, 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 no. I was saying his time in his time in office. Mr. Connell is the head of the Senate right now. So in case nobody knows his time in the office, he's blocked a bipartisan statement warning about Putin's cyber attacks. He's blocked legislation that would make uh, it easier uh, to vote like a voting holiday. He, 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 he blocked it because he said federal employees would get too many days off. You know what I mean? He's blocked now recently the, the release of the Mueller report. And he blocked in, uh, the uh, President Obama's uh, um, uh, a Supreme Court pick and tried to wait it out until until the um, election. He waited oh, two years until the election, and then and then the Trump presidency came in, into office. So the Republicans were running on um, on something the Democrats weren't even thinking about. And the Republicans were running on a Supreme Court nominee, which was open because the space was open because. Uh, uh, Mitch McConnell wouldn't put it in front of office. Why does Mitch McConnell get to do these things? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it redistrict. Although he he deals on a state level, so somebody might make the argument that argument with me. But politics, <clears throat> politics in the House is it, um, politics in Congress is five hundred thirty five people. Four hundred thirty five in the House, one hundred in the Senate. Nancy Pelosi has a large influence, but she has a but there's a there's even more to influence. Uh, um, when you have all the members of uh, of Congress, if they start communicating with each other, the House has the has the power to to subpoena to subpoena people. They have the power to um, <clears throat> to impeach the president. The House has huge influence and power that 
that a, a, a Mitch McConnell would have to bend to. But you know what? He doesn't have to bend to it now because there's enough far right leaning people in the House that he could get off whatever he wants to. And he doesn't have to bring up anything the House brings up. He doesn't have to vote on anything that you want that you think might need to be voted on. Damn. And it really comes down to how they really set up these districts, you know? You yeah. could literally have like a hundred people just like just throwing out little numbers, just whatever. You have a hundred people that are conservative, a hundred people that are, you know, more liberal. But if you draw those lines the right way, instead mm. of having it be like, okay, three votes on this side, three votes on that side, you do the funny line drawing. Right. You got four votes here and two here. Yeah. And people say, hey, you know, we still have the we still have these six, we still have these things like broken up the right, we still have them broken up, you know, but yeah. it's like when you slam it like skew, that, yeah. you have a skew and it comes from something so small like that, like like you said, redistrict and people hear that all the time and it's like something that small just has that like huge effect like Brian said, you know? It's yeah. hard to care, yo. It really yeah. is hard to care unless somebody because it's like hard, really You know why it's hard to care? Because People don't understand. People don't. Yeah. I'm always gonna go back to the question I initially asked because people won't say, "Well, how does that affect me?" And they don't see it. There's a, it's a, they, you gotta get the. They not. They don't. A lot of people don't get the large picture. And I don't yeah. fault them for it because you don't have to really want. You have to really want to pay attention to what's yeah. going on. But you'll pay attention immediately if you if your kid gets kicked out. Not want to say kicked out of the school, but if he gets rezoned from that good school that you were going to over to the school that you might have been trying to avoid. Sending him to, you'll pay attention to something like that. So you got to keep that same concept in mind when we talk about gerrymandering, because it's similar to nepotism. Like when somebody can get a job over you, or when someone gets, you know, picked to go to a school over you because of the influence mm. that their parent may have. Similar to what wow. we were talking about on the previous week with a lot of, you know, the actors and, and, and people of influence that have the money to, you know, put their kids in position. To go to you, like I'm Becky, they to have her kid go to USC, which was and totally I, like illegal. But right. on the other hand, when we start talking about this nepotism, it's like it's not even like illegal in most in most instances. I don't think. How you feel about Dre though? We're talking about Dr. Dre and uh, his daughter. I'm not sure which daughter. Maybe his oldest one. I don't know how many daughters he has. But he was very excited about his daughter getting into USC, especially on the heels of <coughs> these people, these parents of uh, Aunt Becky and them. Paying. He said he was on his own. He said she got in on her own. Yeah, he yeah. shouldn't. And I think he deleted that. He shouldn't have deleted. He, he did. He, he deleted. He had to double back and delete know, that man. because, like, I guess I, the I power feel that be. Yeah. He, he was not. Yeah, he was he was he, he was proud. Doctor Dre was proud. He's like, it wasn't no Illuminati. It was easy to knock. What y'all talking about? It's Dr. Dre. And also, I mean, the whole thing, it comes down to it. It's like Dr. Dre was real soup that he didn't, like, come out of pocket with, like, a half a million dollars like some of these other folks was, like, throwing out there to get their kids yeah. in. And he, he threw told, his name. Yeah, he's Dr. Dre. And he, like, totally forgot that, like, years back, not too many years back, him and Jimmy Iovine, when they did the big beats deal, they Sent like about seven hundred. I mean, no, like no, like not seven hundred. Like seventy million dollars yeah. to like USC for like this music program and shit. Because I remember, wow, a lot of true. folks were kind of mad. A lot of folks were mad at Dre. Like, 
Yo, why That's you true. ain't give this money to Howard? Why ain't give it to Hampton? Why ain't go yeah. to Hampton? Yeah, they went to USC, which made sense because, you know, they based out there. That's cool. So <laughs> when Dre like, was like, yo, man, she got it on her own merit, it's like, dog, you and your man just gave them $70 million. Yo, I'm going to put it back. out there. They remember. I'm going to put it out there, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. put it out there, Joe, all the way out there, man. Fuck Dr. Dre. He got the biggest rebrand that we've ever seen in the United States of America, yo. I don't even think I'm being sarcastic. Do you man, mean the man that beat D-Bones? Yo, this man yeah. beat a woman on national television. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he was then he was beating Michelle. You know what I mean? Like He was beating this other woman. Like, Dr. Dre, man, yo, look, go back and listen to his music. It wasn't just music. He was literally beating women and acting like that, yo. So the the Dr. Dre that we see now, I don't really, I don't really show him too much love, man. Where's where's um where detox at, Dre? That's what you want to hear from me. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to hear none of the rest of that. What you talking about? Where detox? Yeah, I mean that that's Alex, man, right there, that's Dr. Dre. Uh, <laughs> me, like like you said, Dr. Dre got that real checkered past. Yeah. And it ain't checkered. It ain't checkered. I know. That shit got that shit got red spots with blood on it. Damn. Damn it, man! Grease. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this—it's—it's—it's crazy. You know no, I mean, yeah. I don't—I don't think it's crazy. But the one thing I'll say is, I always remember, and this is just me. I'm never—I'm never going to tell anybody what to do with their money because I, a lot of yeah. people can always tell other people that what to do with their money, but they never know what they'll do when they have that money. But mm-hmm. I always think about Denzel Washington when they gave his son, um, John David Washington from most of you know from Black Klansmen, when they gave him a, a scholarship to Morehouse and Denzel was like, nah, man, keep that. Give that to somebody else who might need it, who might really need it. I'll pay for mine to go. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because like you could have, I'm, I'm, I'm sure with the influence, if you had 70 million, you could have used that perhaps a C student in there that may not have been able to get in there, but you could have supported mm-hmm. with someone and supported them to go there. Man, and pay it's different when you're black. It's different when you're black. You have you have a responsibility. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. I no, you're right, yo. You when you're black, you have a responsibility. It's not like the rest of these people. Like he probably got caught up in the Jimmy IV and they might do something. They think, oh, it's in charity and all the rest of this shit. Yeah. No, when you black in America, you, it's not charity and none of that shit. You have a responsibility. You up? You have a responsibility. If yeah, you're in you a need platform, more nepotism. Yeah. If you're in a platform, now you know what. But you know you what, Joe? Responsibility. What's but up? you know what, Joe? You say we need more nepotism. In the black um, community, and not, that's and a fact. I'm, I'm being I'm being specific to that. Yeah. But sometimes when you show that nepotism, you can get burned. Because then we look at Lonzo and his fault and Lavar, they showed nepotism. They put somebody on. They put somebody from the hood on. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But they put it and ended up burning them. I mean, yeah. we, it depends on how you want to look at it. But they did go back and say, "Yo, I'm gonna help somebody out. I'm gonna put them on. I'm gonna try and bring them with me." Yeah, but they pulled out the grime, grimy dude that was robbing grandmas <laughs> yeah. in church, though. Um, <laughs> he was like, he literally went to jail for robbing grandmothers in church. You know what yeah. I mean? What was it like? I forget the word that they used, but it was like it was it was embezzling. He was embezzling money from the churches. That's different. That's a different type. Like I'm not putting they put he put him in front in charge of the money. But Joe, give give the back. Oh, hold on, Ant, yo, get a background on 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 this thing because we just talking about something we never really introduced it. All right, well, Joe. All right, I mean, basically, you tell me out here talking about uh, recently how Lonzo Ball said that he's trying to sabotage either with Big Baller Brand itself 
or more specifically, um, one of the people associated with the program, not the program, associated with the company as a lifelong friend or a longtime friend, his father's. Correct. And, uh, oh, it's, it's Ann. Yeah. yeah, yeah, break that break, down. Break yo. it down. Yeah, you know all this. Break this big baller brand shit down, <laughs> Alan Foster was a co-founder of Big Baller Brand with LeVar Ball. Uh, he was friends with LeVar. Their sons played together in basketball. He was LeVar's personal business manager, his advisor, so on and so forth. It was his idea to go forward and create the Big Baller Brand instead of having Lonzo sign with Nike, something else like that. Control your own thing, have their own market, so on and so forth. What they didn't realize later, well, well, in this instance, we'll start with this one. What they didn't actually realize is that uh, once Lonzo's business accountant came into the view saying that something going on with the money, you're about 1.5 million short. Uh, uh, Lonzo brings it up to LeVar. He's like, there's something going on with the money. You need to go ahead and figure this out. LeVar kind of disregards it. The business manager brings it up again. So you can't file taxes this year because, like I said, we need to figure out where this $1.5 million gap is. So they go through everything and the fingers point at this gentleman saying that he's the one that's probably one that embezzled the money. Again, you get a little burnt by that, so on and so forth, but not realizing that they didn't do the proper research and this guy had to check a pass. Hence, before he actually went to jail because he was involved in money laundering where he basically was involved and stole $4 million. And this is where we are now. And he's yeah. the person that's responsible. Uh, um, Jesus Christ, I can't remember his name. Uh, it's not Lonzo. Uh, it's not Fredo. Who's the third? Brother? Levi. No, no. You're talking about, you're talking about oh. the kid, uh, Mello. Levi. Yes, yes, Mello. Yeah. He's the, yeah, right. He he's the one that told Lavar to get uh, Jello and Mello to do the European thing and to get Mello involved in the Spire Academy thing, so on and so forth. That he's in Ohio right now. Oh, that, that's good. Right. That's no, good. Nah. the rest was that, fuck shit. No, but that but that was his suggestion. But it basically it, it destroyed his eligibility. He can't go to college. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, oh, okay, so yeah. I don't right. want to. I don't want to gloss over that answer. I want to stop you for a minute. Just like, yeah. say what you just said again, because that I think that's important. What What about the son? Yeah. About yeah. his Yeah. So so basically, because he was the business manager, he was the advisor to Lavar. It was his idea that for Lavar to take. Mellow and Jello, right there. Once uh, that didn't work out, when Mellow got back, so we're going to send him to this uh, this alternative kind of school where he's kind of he's playing basketball, so on and so forth. But that basically destroyed his eligibility because mm. they're playing overseas and saying that we didn't get paid. Then he's playing at this school and so on and so forth. There's no way he's in the college. So not they put he, so Lavar basically put his children's future and their livelihood in this man's hands without doing. Yeah. A- Research. Well, yeah. I mean, and, I, well, and, and if you look, the research though, like, you sure Levine know that the man was like, you know, criminal? Hey, yo, let me be real with you. No, no, hold on, let me be real with you. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he knew he was a criminal, but like, like when, when, like, if Joe, you came to me tomorrow, and was like, yeah, those I was in jail. Like, we, I ain't gonna lie to you. Y'all. Like, I feel like I'd be thinking you was selling drugs or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't gonna think of you embezzling for grandmothers. You know He's like, up. yeah, fly. I did, I did a little time or something like that. Like, I'm like, all right, well. You know what I mean? You all go. We got a legit business over here. You got to worry about that. Like, you know how it was. Yeah. You know how it goes. Feel, yeah. It's like, yeah. you was doing wrong, but it's like, I understand that. Yeah. You wasn't like being grimy and shit. But. Yeah. Nobody assumed that you robbing grandmas, yo. Yeah. Right. Like, that. 
that's not an assumption. No, but I'm saying if I'm going to give you another chance, if you're getting out of jail, you know, you're going to do some work for me, but you're not going to run my entire business. But you know what? He probably brought something else to it. Like, if he, if he was finessing these grandmothers, right? And yeah. uh, He was talking that talk. Like, yeah. he probably yeah, a good talker. I yeah. mean, we don't know his situation as far as bread goes because, like, the Ball family seemed like they was doing damn good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think this was before this before Lonzo got a check. They kind of had this idea. And this man owned, like, 15 16% of the company. So, I don't yeah. know. Maybe he might have brought some bread to it. No, nah, I believe that. Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't. And then when Lonzo that. bought the big bread, it's like, yo, let me take a little pieces, pieces, pieces. <laughs> then, nah, let me get this 1.5 up out of here. But, um, mm-hmm. nah, I mean, I mean, the shit crazy. They kicked him off the show. Yep. Uh, Ball in the family. Uh, <laughs> show. But, also, but, but here, this is the sad part, though. This is the sad part is the sons have deleted all pictures with their dad. You know what I mean? If you look on Instagram, they've deleted all the oh, pictures. Wow. That that are associated with their dad. So like, you know what I mean? Like, the, here's the thing. Like, we all, I, I I feel like we all, um, because I think we've talked. Like, we've all been supporters of what Levar Ball was trying to do. I mean, people were oh, mad, yeah, but it was definitely. a father to advocating a for their son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I know Ant had some things. No, no, no. I, I mean, just I mean, him being his outlandish act. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the concept, but the concept, of but the idea, to... it was yeah. always a dad. People were mad at a father advocating for his for their sons. Listen, yeah. man, I, like, I'm Alex's dad. I'm a dad. Like, yo, listen, man, you ask me, my daughter could fly spaceships and give her a chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, but not everybody has that. And he was a dad that was outspoken about that. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I gave him credit and I wanted to really uplift it. Like, he did do a lot of things I didn't agree with completely. Uh, right. You know, probably just like, you know, I, w- I would have wanted to keep my daughter's eligibility. But that's a th- that's an avenue that I supported. What I also looked at is, damn, if he's willing and and he's, he's willing and smart enough to create a new avenue then sometimes you actually have to follow the guy you don't completely agree with because at some point in time maybe everybody's going to start agreeing with that person i mean because he started a, he started a conversation that i think well I, from from i think for our lifetime the only person yeah. i really that had the conversation the way he, he was having it was Shaq that said i don't want to go i don't want to go i did my thing with reebok or you know, yeah he was reebok and then he just yeah. went and created his own sneaker. And then when they said, well, we'll give you another deal, he was like, nah, I'm going to leave mine over here because I want it to be affordable. He mm-hmm. did that. And I understand what, what the ball, what the BBB brand is. A lot of things are, you know, necessarily Man, cost effect. But I'm just saying, Shaq, swear he's Stephon Marbury. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Yeah, but Shaq is his own. He's his own. I'm just making a point that, you know, ownership. Yeah. It's like, why can't, why can't LeBron do that? Why can't he? Yeah. Like what we would, what we would, st- we don't think he could go get the best designers to do to do what needs to be done. That he can't, he can't find somebody that he could pay that will follow him. He's got enough money, but I mean that's a bigger conversation that yeah. we could save for later. Because I know yeah, where, he wanted, he where, wanted, he wanted to own athletes, not own sneaker companies. Yeah, <laughs> see, because he decided his business because he can't focus on everything. Mm-hmm. I, I believe, I believe. Yeah, I was in the position of yeah. someone of in terms of financial. Uh, excuse yeah. me, extreme financial power because we are all kings and power of something. But in terms of having the ability, let's just say if I hit that 750, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The things wow. that I would want to do outside of maybe purchasing something outlandish, the things that I would do, and I think we all, everybody goes to the 
everybody's like, damn, remember when we, I, everybody remembers yeah. when it was like, what, yeah. 1.2 billion or something like that? Yeah, yeah, like, damn, yeah. what would I do? I mean, for me, you know, I'm going to pay my tithe to the church. I see, I see y'all getting up for the church. Oh, my so God. <laughs> nah, nah. You're so I mean, I mean you know what I would do, y'all? You know what I would do, y'all? The first thing I would do? I buy Ant an iPhone. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, yeah. I'm take him out of that cave and after nah, nah, but now <laughs> I'm t- but now we got, we got no, this is this is this is my like favorite Robocop. this is my favorite time of this is these like my favorite days like when well not period because I ain't win no fucking money, but it's like when when the Powerball is at the seven hundred and fifty, right? Right, yeah, and it's like this is like one of the top five biggest lotteries ever at this point, whatever. And just to think about like winning like that type of money, taking one lump sum, and after taxes, it's probably be more like 300, 400 million dollars. I'd be cool with that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I could do some things with that, right. you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to laugh at like you know, Alex paying the tithes and whatnot. I'd give hey, to whatever the, you want to do, yeah. I mean, but my church would be lit. I build the church, see. honestly. No, nah, I go back to my Yo, own. No, time. no, like, no. Them, hold on, hold on, hold on, Brian. Hold on, Brian. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> we ain't just gonna gloss over what Joe just said. I built the church. You gonna build a church been... where you in charge of it, right? Damn straight. Yeah. See, this is where we got. <laughs> and make sure yeah. the money get broken down the right way. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's my whole thing. My thing is this: even if I win a huge like sum of money like that. I'll be goddamn. I get some some folks that like you know they ain't use some money like that. I ain't gonna get him like ten percent. That's ties, right? Yeah, yeah. Still ten percent. Yo, let yeah. me come home with four hundred million at the taxes and me give. I went to St. Paul Baptist Church as a kid. I'll be goddamn. I go to Montclair St. Paul Baptist Church. Be like yo, yo, I I'm shout him out like that. Yeah, yeah, yo, 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 you just put him under the bus. Comedy and let me. I agree with Joe though. Let, no, let, I would, wait, hold on. What, what, I, what I look oh, like giving the church? What I look like giving my little neighborhood church? Forty million dollars. Nah, you no, just not. Now, what you Can do, I, Joe, is you just simply set up a scholarship fund and the church, you know, with the church and make nah. an endowment. Yo, I can say Alex, everybody. No, hold on, go wait. Can we take a step back? School, can we take? Can we take a step back? Though? <laughs> All right, because there's a couple of things, man. I, I I know what I would do, but I want. But first off, let's think about this. Because we brought up this conversation, yo. Like, what do churches do with that money? They invest it in the community, right? Right. If you have that money, do you think you would invest it in the community better than a church would? You can partner with the church, but you don't need to give a church. Like, tithing, if I have that much money, the tithing is, isn't, an, isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, it just isn't. My life is a tithe. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't tithe anymore. My life is a tithe. But what I would do with the money is, I always tell this, I tell this to people around me all the time, I give everybody around me salaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I would well, give them no, all, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people would be in, in the $100,000, I, I, would, I would cap it off, like 10, 20 years, depending on the relationship, you know what I mean? And, and they would be around the $100,000 range to, to $200,000 range, et cetera, like that per year. And what I would do is, is that would give them an ability to to um to get the loans and things that they would need to buy homes or whatever. They're gonna have the constant revenue to be able to pay it off. They're gonna know how long that, that money is coming in. So everybody will be able to plan for everything. But they'll still be, you know what I mean? They still be on their grind trying to develop and, uh, cash. Cause I don't want lazy people around me either. No. You know what I mean? Well, first thing I do, I w- go ahead, go ahead, Ant. 
he not winning. He being too positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's a fact. I'm not, I don't even play the lottery, so there's that. No, you ain't winning. Some coal, it. some, yeah. coal, some coal miner worker that's going to buy it on his way home. The, the only gas station in town that's going to win. No, 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 no. The lottery, the lottery is a tax on poor people, man. I don't even play. I ain't going to lie. But, I, mean, I got tickets yeah, no. in it. I appreciate everybody that does. I, just don't got tickets. I mean, I... I got to, well, my whole thing is I'm, I'm in one of the work things, you know what I'm saying? And like 30 people, we all put in like $4, real love, real cheap, because, you know, we ain't going to blow money on Lotto like that. But, you know, $4, we all need, we got like 60 tickets, you know what I'm saying? We knocked them odds down from one out of uh, 290 million to about one out of yo, 5 million, you know? Let me ask you, yo, Joe, let me ask you a question. What's good? Because every I know a lot of people are doing this every in a lot of businesses. <laughs> Who holds the tickets? The person that holds the tickets at the place I'm working at is this delightful little man. Um, his name is Bob. <laughs> and we and trust Bob. Bob. <laughs> email to us and all that. And if Bob, you know, don't come up. What email? That. What type of email? Smack shit out of Bob. I feel like it. I say AOL. Bob, give me tickets. Bob, bro. No, no, I no. I, I said what type. Of, you said he sends an email. An email of what? Oh, an email of all the tickets saying that this is the people that's in on this thing. Oh, right. So we I ain't gonna lie, they all lined Bob up. We all on <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope Bob win now. Bob, Bob. You let that ticket I'm gonna hold Bob over the ledge. My yeah. office hours is from when. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Bob gonna get it. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, I swear, but nah, we've been in this whole lotto pool for like the last, like, Week and a half since the lotto started getting like really, really, really up there, and I swear I go in there like yo, I wake up, did we win? Damn, we I gotta go in. Right. That, to me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something with people with the lotto. The funniest shit that's always with me with people with the lotto. And Joe just said it. People say, yo, I'm gonna play because it's seven hundred fifty. So my nigga, when it was forty, you was <laughs> but but you know yeah. but you know why? You but you know you no 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 no. But you know why? You know why? You play it when it gets higher because there's a higher chance that when it, when it gets when you these shit started like forty million right and and occasionally they pop you know occasionally someone gets it but the number but the the odds are so high yeah I mean the but odds are Joe. so low that you're gonna win that it's really like. You are actually saving money not playing it when it's that low because but you Joe you know what it really is you know what it really <laughs> is though, Joe yeah it's is people like me will think mm-hmm. about it when it's this high. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like it, me it's, too. The casual, the casual it's too much. Yo, like, yeah. it's too much in the Lotto. news. It's too much in the news. Uh-huh. It's too much everywhere. You know what I mean? So, like, it's like you can't avoid it. It's like, damn. People ask you, like, yo, you really ain't in? And I'm right. like, nah, I'm not in. But, you know, but sometimes you got individual. Sometimes if you, like you say, you're not a person that normally plays. Sometimes if you see I don't, I something play. in the news, yeah, but I'm just saying, like you gotta you gotta turn a blind eye to yeah. it. To just things and to you know, just to that in general. And I mean but You know I think... why you don't? Because I've seen a couple of them folks stand up there after they won hundred and fifty million dollars. This is the first ticket I ever bought. It was on Facts. the news. Fuck that. If it gets yeah. high enough, it's on the news. Fuck that. Fuck yeah. that. You know, the Joe's right, that. Man. They don't have you gotta any... go. No, nah, I know he's right. I know he's right. I know he's hundred yeah. percent right. The problem is all those people, they don't know how many problems you talk about problems with money i say this i saw something i saw this meme on like uh on instagram a few days ago maybe it was a week ago whenever the fuck it was i seen it and the shit said are you really depressed or do you need like 20 grand 
You know what I'm saying? And the fact is, is people talk about the problems that come with money. I say, fuck that. Most people, money will solve your fucking problems. That's or, a wrong, too. Or, or they will at least let Niggas you... be lying about money don't solve problems. Money, money solves, solves motherfucking money problems, Money solves yo. so many problems that you'll finally shit. get to, you know, get down to maybe what your real problems are. The shit if you, you always inside that's killing money, you. If you yeah. always had money, and then, you know what I mean, and, and then, like, you could be like, all right, money doesn't solve the problem, because you always had it. If you ain't never had no damn money in your damn life, as long, but oh, well. you know what I mean. Like it depends on. I mean, it's like it's like know. if you could keep your friends around, though. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people' problems is, yo. Like look at Cardi. You know what I mean. Go- like think about a chick from the Bronx <laughs> that- like that. You know what I mean. Like she don't really get to talk to her friends too often the same way because she's always up and they always talk about her. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, Cardi I mean- Rise is pretty much like she hit Lotto with that Bodak Yellow shit, and you that's took this chick that was. You know, evolving slowly at her own pace from being the most hood, like, little ghetto comedian on, like, Instagram and shit. Slowly evolving into, like, okay, people starting to take my music a little serious. And it's like a natural progression she could have went through. But bang, that shit hit. And all of a sudden, you got this chick that's maybe not where she needs to be, like, mentally and shit. Fucking... The darling of white American shit because of Bodak fucking yellow. Then they go back and Listen, they check her shit out. Go ahead. Yeah, was... but but the whole thing, but I mean, so Cardi today, she put out, I don't want to say, she, she addressed yeah. an old, in one of her old uh, IG posts where she was talking about why she did and what she did for money because of the situations that she was in at that moment. Mm. Being a stripper. You know what I'm saying? Doing parties, doing, doing, shaking a little something for a little piece of change, which a lot of women in America do. And some mm. of them, you know, some of them are doing something right with their money. Some of them are putting themselves through school. Some that is what they do for a living. But I didn't see a pro. I didn't see a problem with it. Everybody, let me put it out there. Wait, wait, wait. She was strip. But you said that that she was stripping. No. So I, I can anyway. Joe, I mean, like, anyway, I don't know what the hell Joe was doing, but um, yo, no, I'm a, I'm gonna put it out there, like, like let's just straight up say what she did. She was on, she was on her post. I'm not sure it was Instagram or it was YouTube, whatever. It was, it was they, okay, it was IG. They pulled up, and, they, and she was really in my mind. She was addressing um, Bronx chicks because she was really like, she was really like, yo, y'all act like it's easy. You know what I mean? Y'all act yeah. like I just pop out of nowhere. She was like, yo. I'm the one that used to have to strip to get money. You know what I mean? You say, I'm the one that used to have to get dudes that want to have sex with me, and then I get them drugged up and take money from them and leave. You know what I mean? And then people mm-hmm. stuck on that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and so that's the thing that I feel kind of weird about. Like, people are like, oh, Cardi's admitting that she, that, that she drugged dudes up. And I'm like, yo, like, what you expect? Yo, if you met a, if you met a chick from the Bronx tomorrow, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. On the strength, on God. Keeping one hundred percent, sure he'd be like, "Yo, she from the Bronx and shit." Like, yo, you don't think when in the back of your mind be like, "Yo, she might jokes me," right? Yeah, in the back of your mind, like I'm wondering where these people are from that they responding to this chick like that because that that was the the way. That's the key. What you just said is the key. I don't know where these people are from, and that's that's the way. Like, like Bronx looking at it and reacting to it. Yo, Cardi was just talking about what her neighborhood is like, yo. And and on God, I'm 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 just gonna throw it out there. If a dude on this line right now say they ain't been robbed, they're a liar. You know what I mean? Like a, it happens, yo. <laughs> I mean, why not, Lee? 
A lot of, uh, we just heard, listen, first of all, I just heard all of y'all a couple of weeks back when I said everybody paid for something. Oh, y'all nah, tonight. But I did. Oh. Nah. <laughs> you, you been robbed, yo. Oh, I ain't never paid for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it, it ain't all, no. <laughs> but, um, yo, but yeah, yo, like, keep it real. Like, so Cardi, like, she just moved how she moved from the environment where she was at. And I don't even, like, like, like Jay Z's made a career out of selling, saying he sold crack cocaine in his community, mm-hmm. <laughs> and nobody blinks an eye. Cardi said, "God wants to have sex with and her." They, they always get mad. She takes their money and leaves. And you know what? Somebody was sitting there. I seen somebody on the internet t- to me saying, "No, nah, it's about the black man can never do that." And Emmett Till and shit. And they shut the fuck up. It's shut the same. entire fuck up. To the same Cosby too. Yeah, that means yeah. Oh yeah, crazy. Cosby Yo, the Cosby one. Oh, Cosby wow. could never pop a pill. Like what the fuck? How you was raping chicks, getting them high? She taking money and not having sex. Yeah. What the fuck Yo, y'all so, but the about? one, th- but the thing that I really felt about, I felt. I felt it didn't really need to be addressed. And what I felt, it was, number one, when I looked at it, I said, oh, she told, uh, first off, a publicist wrote this. She didn't write this, because if she was really going to address this, she'd have made an IG post with with herself talking about like she always does. So I know Uh that this is a created situation that a team decided to sit down and say, hey, you know, we need to really get, no. The reason you are where you are, Cardi, is because you were your authentic self. That's what people, that's what attracted people Man, fuck out nah, of here. No, it's not. It no, 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 it no, no, no. It is. She's here where she is because for some reason that Bod- Bodak Yellow song popped. No, How about no, both dude, of you guys dude. are right? Joe, Al- was... Alex is 100% right. now, right. Right now they a lot think of people it's... have Bodak Yellows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's just be real. Like, it's something special. It was something different. They pushed and people the Bodak were, Yellow. They people were attracted it. to... People, people were... Tra- My mom likes Cardi. Yeah, like I mean, she don't know her music. Yeah, what you talking about, yo? Like I got an aunt, she like Cardi. She don't know her music. Yeah, I mean, I, what I, you? I, no, ain't no yeah, dogs. It's the personality, yo. Like they like the personality. They like yeah. it. You know what I mean? That's what made her they, pop. That's what got. Yeah, her like, like you get yo, That's Joe. Don't no, 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 no. No, no, I'm, I'm not. But there's a lot. But Cardi had that personality before that Bodak Yellow. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. About. Yes, that the Bo- <laughs> but that's part saying. of the grind. That's part of the grind. That's yeah, her, that's how she got in the. She had an entire thing. album before Bodak Yellow. How you think she was drugging these niggas, Joe? You thought she was just. <laughs> 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 yeah, the fuck is Joe talking about? Yo, Joe, nah, I'm not, no, Listen. no, I'm not. No, I'm saying well, we like Cardi B. I mean, we like Cardi. Right. More. We like her nah. music. We like Cardi so much that we ignore certain things in her music that are trash and be like, oh, that's a bop right there. So all right, yeah, so let me yeah, ask you a question: Are you are you ignoring are you ignoring what Daniel Caesar said and still vibing with his music? Honestly, Damn. I just know a couple of Daniel Caesar songs, but I would love to like listen to like his album more because he yeah. makes great well, his music. album is kind of trash, but my daughter likes it. Okay, well I heard the good songs then. I mean, because my shit with with him and her, my um, daughter loves her shit. Is uh, what's shit. that song? Best part? That's my shit. <laughs> I, I love that. But nah, Daniel Caesar, I mean, here's my thing with Daniel Caesar, right? Well, first this say kid, what he said, this, I'm about to do it. That's how I break it down. Okay, okay. This kid, Daniel Caesar, great singer, about 23 years old. He's from, um, not from Toronto, he's from Canada, whatever. Um, he comes out on his little lives and stuff like everybody do these days. And out of his mouth, he just seemed like he wanted to defend, like, yes, jewels and shit. 
And we spoke against Jules in the past podcast. His, his started... hair was blonde, yo. Do remember. And, no, no, no. no. Yeah, well, his hair was blonde. His man's hair was blonde, too. But go ahead. Yeah. I mean, well, God bless. So he comes out here, and he's like, yo, why are black people being so mean to, like, white folks? He said, we all need to have, like, thicker skin. Everybody should be able to say what they want to say, and we should yeah. just accept it because that's our freedom. And when Dave Chappelle call me a faggot or he called me gay whatever he gay. said yeah he's like, I gotta, gay. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> excuse me when he called me gay i felt some type of way but then i realized that i needed to just accept it and have a good sense of humor so i'm like this kid so we said all of this shit I only only heard that part, and I just cut it off. Cause fuck it, yeah. I'm gonna go listen too, to like. Actually, the... I thought y'all recorded me. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tear like... off of that shit. I was, I'll I was listen. like, all right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, kid. I was thinking, this kid, 23 years old. That's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not where uh, I went. I'm about I'm about 15 years older than him. It's like he's like like, not like a child. I figured that this kid. I figured he's a kid. He's from Canada. He don't know shit about like fucking race relations in the United States of America. He ain't. He might be old enough, but he ain't from here, so he don't know it. All right, that's like, where I was at, yo. Like I'm tired of these international dudes out here talking, man. Yeah. Like yo, all these all these new millennial international dudes who be from other countries and speak the French and all the rest of this shit. Like I don't want to hear from y'all on what's going on here because we on front lines. Yo, we have a, a president that's a white supremacist. No. That that literally has backing of David Duke. You know what I mean? Like we have a president who's who who had who who put a who wanted to have a Muslim registry and 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 calls and says Mexicans want to rape their women and all the rest of this shit. Like we have real shit here, dog. We have a president that's attacking Black Lives Matter and saying that our lives don't count in the United States of America. Yeah. We got real shit in this blonde hair or orange hair, whatever fuck kind of hair crew. Mm-hmm. They Danny Caesar gathered together on TV talking about why are we mean to white people? Why the fuck are they mean to us, dumb motherfucker? I'm tired of these I'm people t- out here, yo. Going I'm around, a- yo, stop going around the world and listening to these dumb motherfuckers. I wish he didn't have a platform. Just sing me a song, yo. Like, yeah. like I was watching this racist video where this chick was like, <laughs> no, I'm dead serious, yo, where this chick, this chick was like, you know why we keep well, you know why we keep the niggers? It's because they, they do the football for us and they sing us the songs. And I'm like, and, and, and they rapped. And I'm like, yeah, yo, just sing us the song, you dumb motherfucker. I don't want to hear from his type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty, I don't want to hear from what, that. That's something I respect about this motherfucker, Drake, because everybody, because I heard, like, when all this black guys... Well, I don't respect Drake. No, no, you no, see no, no. what Pusha T did with that black face? That boy did <laughs> yeah. that shit, yo. Man, you know what I mean? This. That kid did some theatrical shit. And that's, that's the shit, though. That's the shit. He did that shit. You wouldn't there. do it? He, I Would wouldn't do, do that it? shit. I'm from here. I know. Yeah, this is, this exactly. Is so fuck that Drake shit. too. The motherfuckers up there. No, I say this thing about Drake is this. Everybody like, yo, why Drake ain't saying nothing about the black like man? Because he ain't from here. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what and I'm he saying. wore black everybody, face. Because he ain't from here and he wore black face. Everybody walk, everybody's walk is different. Everybody <laughs> Google Drake nah. black face. <laughs> everybody, everybody, <laughs> like, yo, everybody walk is different. I went, to, yeah. I went to school. I went to a very, you know, school of people that were of influence and come from money, and I was there on some a lot of white folks. No, nah, no, nah, I'm talking about black. I'm talking about black people. Oh and shit, that's fuck you. I mean, it wasn't that dope. It was not. It was, <laughs> it was predominantly white, but I'm saying the black people that went there were okay. from affluent families of Long Island, and I just I got in 
you know, they went, they came down there, and rounded up a couple of the black people from the hood that mm-hmm. could read and write, and put us in that college and gave us a scholarship to meet right. a quota, probably. And I just, you know, I doubled down and took advantage of it. But I'm just saying, their my conversation with them and their conversation with me, bro, they don't see things the way that we see things. They don't have the interactions that we have. They don't see, and I'm, and I, and again, I understand. I'm speaking. You know, of a time when everything wasn't digital, so you were expecting him yeah. to have a little bit more responsibility. But I'm just saying that walk through life, yeah, is just completely different. It's they about, it's a, it's the about if a Daniel Caesar or anybody can, like him, if if a Daniel Caesar anybody like him, one of those international Negroes, get in my face and start talking about why we're so mean to white people and smacking the shit out of them. Go ahead. Nah, nah, nah. But, nah, but, but I think that's, a, that's like, a teachable moment. Like just like what you, yeah, I'm a teach him. Yo, come on. But nah, just like when you. But I mean, the thing is, you can't. The thing is, you say teachable moment, but if that's not really a part of who you are, you ain't really gonna learn it. Like you talk about the people that yeah. you grew up that had, like you know, that the the black folks and shit. You can talk about black folks that had like a different type of life. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up in a suburb that was really it had a whole bunch. You had the white folks, you had your black folks, and you had like a wide range of like economics, like differences and shit. Like you had some folks that was damn near poor. And the folks that was like rich as shit, you had like yeah. celebrities that lived in the town and shit, and like the real nice houses and up on my clan and shit like that. But so I so I went to school with some kids like that had like that was like real ghetto and shit because they like you know whatever. And I went to school with some folks that was real like not, and yeah. that was real like you know kind of affluent and shit. And people depend on their experiences. Like I had family that's in like North, like East Orange and shit like that. So. I would be like out of town, you know what I mean? Like I would be there, but it's like there's some folks that just never got like a full picture of like the black experience and shit. You know I don't what want to call it the black experience. I I want to because I don't I don't I, the reason I don't like doing that hmm. is because it's just it's it's a little no. experience. I'm saying their experience is just completely out. Oh no 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 in the city. Completely. Oh no, but, but my, no no I'm not I'm not saying the black experience okay, I got in, in the city. I'm, just, I'm saying. The right. full black experience. I'm with Joe. From Cosby to Good Times. You okay, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm literally with Joe. Because a lot of us, because we always talk about, like, yo, we are not a monolith. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, a lot of us don't even know. I mean, we know it, but there's a lot of us that don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. if you don't get that full thing, you're going to think you're supposed to be ghetto to be black. You know what I'm saying? And some people or, don't associate with black first. It's just nothing that ever that ever even popped in their head. And, you know, maybe their parents never told them. A lot of parents that, you know, from a certain generation ran away from being black. Right. That civil rights movement scared them. You know what I mean? When people, were, when people were wearing afros and putting their fists in the air, they didn't want to be associated with that. What do you think happened with their kids? You know what I mean? And so their kid, they never mentioned it with their kids. And then they looked down on the people who did. They acted a certain way to them and taught their kids to be far away. From that, well, that's to separate like from you, that I idea. I mean, you could look at somebody, and again, uh, we we spoke about it on prior on a prior part. Somebody like Steve Harvey, who made the statement, "I don't think you could be a lawyer with dreads." You know what I'm saying? Because he just yeah. Does, yeah. he looks at certain things a certain way. Like I, I know I gotta stand up right for these folks. I gotta talk a certain way. I gotta yeah. smile. I gotta do this. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, he's I completely, definitely fetching. I completely understand, but I mean, yeah. as, as, but we also got some people who. <laughs> In our community, where we look at certain things, and I mean, I'm I'm, I'm chuckling about it, but it's not a funny situation. But mm-hmm. we got some people that get themselves in situations where, when you look at it, you're like, "Yo, why are you in that mm-hmm. situation?" 
And we speaking about, you know, the shooting that we saw, well, it's actually a shooting from last year. The police mm-hmm. dash cam was just um pulled out today Because she goes to court tomorrow. She goes she goes to court to she goes to court tomorrow. Um where was it at? Just so people can yeah, look it up in case I, they don't um, know the case. I believe it was. I think it was Kansas. Kansas. I, wanna, I think it was yeah, Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. In Kansas City, of a tra- it was a sim- it was a simple traffic stop. The right. um, gentleman did not have his seatbelt on, and he was pulled over for not having his seatbelt on. It is clear that he did not have his seatbelt on because he admits to it and everything. The um, driver began to argue with the initial officer, male officer that arrived on the scene. And then a second officer arrived, a female officer. She, you know, goes as usual. Anybody have been stopped by the police? She mm-hmm. went on the other side of the car and was looking. Mm-hmm. As the male officer instructed the man to get out of the, I got, excuse me, get out of the vehicle, they started arguing. The male officer reached, opened the door, reached in the car, and began to pull the male, uh, the, the driver out, and they got into a tussle. And as they got mm-hmm. into a tussle, you say it, tussle. Hey, again, too. Well, he was well, he was looking like he's about to whoop his ass, whoop the cop's ass. Yeah, yeah. He ran, was on top. Yeah, the female cop ran around, the, ran around the back of the car, uh, remo- you know, unholstered her weapon and fired and shot the gentleman. And then oh, they man. began to, re- you know, throughout all of that, she, you know, she didn't get fired. She left the, uh, the police. I'm sorry. The the she left the force. Yeah, she should. And. Right, and she was, and then she was also charged with aggravated assault and attempted. I'm sorry, I believe. Excuse me, I believe it's just aggravated assault. And she'll get off. And well, she. Well, I, let's I get to that. that. And she's going. She, she well, she's going to court it, now. It, so it's all just coming up now because we now. Yeah. Because the trial is coming up. So this, now the, this whole yeah, the, the whole sh- the whole shit happened like May of last year and shit, right? Yeah. In Lawrence, Kansas, I'm looking at it now, and the driver, uh, a, a name was a Karen Lewis, and this dude was mad irate. And I feel them. Sometimes you get that in you. You get pulled over and you're like, yo, I got pulled over because I'm black. You know what I'm saying? You pull him over for the seatbelt. Really, dog? You saw the seatbelt was off? Really? You caught that? So he was mad irate. Nah, and I feel him, right? But at a certain point, you got to like woosah, you know what I mean? And be like, all right, let me not die today. Let me get this yeah. ticket, which might be like $50. Right. I'm assuming it's $50. I got a ticket. When I went well, to he said, well the, cop, well, the officer, he, he literally said that. Yeah, okay. Oh shit, I'm yeah. pulling fifty out of my ass. Pause. Yeah. But um yeah. yeah, so I'm so at that point it's like, yo, bro, just relax, get your little yeah. ticket, and keep it put pushing. But you never know. You never know what like someone been going through that day, that week, that year. You know what I'm saying? So maybe this was just the moment that he was gonna stand on the fact that now nah, god damn it, I will not be racially profiled and giving this bullshit ticket to but, death. Yo, here, I, now I hear what you're saying, but listen. This mm-hmm. is on, and this we have video of it, so we're watching. Oh, this is an eight minute video. Yeah, the, the, With the clear audio. Yeah, yeah, very he clear audio. He yeah, this was said, great. The, the male officer literally said to him after Lewis said he didn't want to be arrested because he, you know, you know, he thought exactly what you said. He mm-hmm. said, "You're about to go to jail on a seatbelt violation. Are you really wanting to do that?" Yeah. He he says, "You could just give me a driver's license. I could write you a ticket. And you could drive home." He literally says that to him yeah. before anything else happens. You know what I'm saying? And from everything that we've seen, you always see it go the other way. Yeah. Where there's an where there's an aggressive from that from the from the from the police side. Yeah. 
He literally says, yo, B, you getting out of line like for no reason. Look, I'm going to just write you the ticket. You know you don't have a seatbelt on. You mad because I picked you who are okay. who don't have it. You know what I'm saying? I think this I, is a lot. I'm, I'm going to ask you, are you, have you guys gotten all of this out of you? Like, let me not let me get one more <laughs> second at this. Like I'm just waiting for this shit to be done because y'all are going to diatribe about this guy and all this shit and like oh he gets shot. Like, but let me let me just say my last little piece on it. My last <laughs> yeah. little piece on it is this, brother. Uh, take that fifty dollar ticket. You know, at some point, just take the fifty dollar ticket and just go. Or if not, uh, you, get, okay. you get if not, you go you fight and you get pulled out the car. You think you're about to whoop this man ass, right? Which you like you about to whoop this old white man ass. I'm not old anyway. You look old in that fight. You about to <laughs> whoop this white man ass while Shorty, the, the cop, um, Brindley Blood, it says, right? That's a dope last name. She blood. Um, it's there. She got a gun. You know what I'm saying? She's a cop. You gonna whoop okay. that one cop and not worry about the other cop? That's cool. Like I, I mean, I feel like you said like all of the things, Joe. You repeated yourself. Yeah, but they do. You, why did he okay. do this? Okay, you repeated yourself. Yes, and that's all good. Go ahead. You, you, you two have you, spent enough you, time. You defend this man. You two have spent enough time. You're his lawyer. This man. You're his no, lawyer. No, not man. his lawyer. But you guys have spent enough time trashing this man. So I'm just going to put a bow on that and say, all right, let's all admit we this guy was trash. trash. He had a trash day. He did trash things. He's to the side, right? Trash man. I'm not. I'm not everybody, but I care how the police work, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not this person. I'm not the criminal, but I care how the police officer arrests the criminal, what tactics they use to arrest the criminal, right? Like so, it, it those type of things actually matter to me. So when I saw this woman, and we actually get to see it all in this video, yep. when I saw this woman pull out her gun and then shoot this man in one motion, I had a question there. And it goes back to what I heard Colin Kaepernick try to bring the light when he was first sitting down and then started kneeling. And he said, he said, cosmetologists go to school for more time than police officers do. This was a rookie cop. First off, I don't think a veteran cop does the same exact thing as far as shooting that man. I don't think that man gets shot if he's white and is irate in the same way. And so there's yeah, a we, lot we of things. So there's a lot of things that I look at when I said, when I said, okay, fine. And I get that. And I never really said anything when you guys brought up this topic, but I get you guys wanted to trash this black man and all the rest of this, but that's not even yes. what I care no, about. No, 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 no. Hey, hold, 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 that's hold, not hold. even what not, I care about. Not, I say this. I say this. this. The only thing... The only he did bad. Fine. Who cares about that part of it? No, no, the no, part no. that cares about... No. The part I care about is the part that might affect the next black man the next time. And, and that's not my thing. What, like affect, what affects the next black man is fucking what you do when you got pulled over. The only thing I saw... Fucked oh, I can't up. wait to no, call no, no, bullshit no, no. on this. Or, Finish your no, sentence. The only, the only thing I saw fucked <laughs> up. Oh, I want only, this conversation. I'm glad you said it. I think that was racially I fucked you up thought in like this, this video. The only thing I thought that was racially uh-huh. fucked up in this video was the fact that he got pulled over for that fucking seatbelt violation. I swear to God, a white man would have got shot in his back by that dumb white bitch. I swear to God, a white man would have got shot. That's cool, Joe. I swear but, to God. But, Joe, I'm going to ask you a question before I, finish, before I go here with you, right? All right, go ahead. You said what affects the next person, and what were you saying affects the next person? I said what affects the next black person is being pulled yeah. over for some bullshit because being pulled over for a seatbelt, 
Really? You getting pulled over so you can run my fucking license and shit? Well, let, let, let me get. Let oh, me, so let you me weren't get... saying the, the you weren't saying his the man's actions, the black man's actions were the thing that affects the next black person. No, no, no. no. I mean, the, the, that shit. After that shit, I've seen dumb crackers like do that shit and get dragged. Okay, out of so I just wanted that. to make sure because I, I really you was about to be my victim. But go ahead. <laughs> nah, I mean, my whole shit is this: the fact that he was pulled over, and it was for it's probably it's for some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But I gotta, I gotta ask the question. What's the question? And let me just give some more. Let me give a little bit more context to her because we obviously, if you, people need to see the whole video because us talking about it, and I don't want anybody to get a reaction of us talking. I think about you really get. I think you really explained it right. I think we all agree on that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Even if we but she, when she, I don't think once she fired the weapon, she obviously was like, "Oh shit, I shot him." So yeah. that immediately, you know, we all said, "Oh, that's the first time I ever pulling her weapon." But Period. I don't. But here's and the she thing. Thought like, she, she thought that she she thought she think she thought this is from her own mouth. You know, she thought that she was pulling the stun gun uh-huh. to you know tase him or do whatever. But again, when you get what do you? Do? This is the question I've been asking everybody that has seen that. I showed them the video and I didn't say anything. And I said to myself, what? And I get everybody says, well, and we all said the same thing. If he was white, maybe he wouldn't have been stopped, or so on and so forth. But what happens? What do you do? What do you do if you police officer in that situation and your partner gets tackled? What is Here's your the thing. reaction? It's like it's like Brian said, right? Yeah, okay, I, like, I from, don't from even the, know. From the, from the cap, you already went over the shit. It's like yeah, you can you, you like Fuck. people in cosmetology school got to go through more training than like what what the fucking question with that. So what you do in that situation? Because you react. You, no, 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 no. Can, it's training. It's training. No. Listen, what training you is, to, no, no, you, what you, you rely on to how Joe. you react. You rely. You rely on your training, and obviously the training was trash. The bitch did not know the difference between her stun gun and, and gun. her fucking regular gun. You remember Fruitvale Station? They used the same, same fucking there. thing. That's the I'm same tired of that. Thing. It's still on my head. I can't believe yeah, that, that came what I'm, saying. I'm not talking about shooting him. I'm talking about her reaction. Yes. Uh, yeah. Me I mean, honestly, her reaction. The fact is, if the fact is, if this man, right, nobody got their guns drawn and shit, is on top of doing he fucking up your partner with the other cop. You should, if you are walking these fucking streets policing them, you should be able to take this motherfucker off this dude without pulling the gun on him. Or you got at least, or you can at least like have enough. You know, we weren't killing the motherfucker. You if somebody was in the army, stun gun and if somebody like, was in the army, they'd be able to handle this because they're well trained on how to use yeah. their weapons. They know what they feel like and all the rest of the shit, and they're physically fit. This was some bullshit. These motherfuckers was chubby. And, <laughs> no, and, you know, no, and she, you know, she's chubby. You said she, you know, she said she's a rookie. She like thirty five years old. What the fuck was you doing? You know what I'm saying? She's she's like, trash. You pulled the shit out, and it's like, yo, the dude one. You gotta have some kind of training. It should be like, oh, your part or your partner is, is losing a fight. What this do you is do? why Cap Neil. Yeah, Cap Neil for this shit because motherfuckers are stupid. And it's like, well, you on my side, then, Joe. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm totally on your no, side. No, no, no. The perspective you presented, yeah. But what I was saying was, didn't have anything to do with him shooting. I'm just talking about. You talk, you talk, you talk about no, her no, no. reaction. And the whole right, thing I'm about, her, about reaction, her reaction. Her reaction is trash because it's so fucking trash. Because her training was not good enough. Yeah. To do it. And I'm not, I'm just like, we're not here to call these motherfuckers the most racist motherfuckers in the world. Yeah, I don't even think that. I mean, they was, I don't think it was racist. No, no, no. I mean, the pullover might have been on some racial profile shit. And that might be why dude was irate. You know what I'm saying? I wish he would have been able to calm himself down, but you know, shit happened. Maybe the motherfucker just 
This was the last day. straw. We know yeah. how that shit be. You know what I'm saying? I cursed out a cop before. He's a black cop and shit. He gave me a t- I called him all types <laughs> of niggas and fuck you and shit. Oh, I was like, man, all kinds of shit. And like he, he took that and he walked the fuck <laughs> off. But if he would have been a different type of cat and shit, then maybe I'd have been fucked up in that situation. But I, but I do agree that if he was, I just feel if he was of a different race, he wouldn't have opened that door and tried to physically remove him from the car. Yes, he would. I've seen that shit happen. Right. This dude, this dude was talking cash shit, yo. No, they, no, no. They, I didn't say he that... wasn't talking mad shit. I'm just saying. He, I, if, yeah, if but he, we've also seen. If he was, I don't think he would have gotten shot. I, I I don't know what the rest of this shit like. He probably would have got pulled. The like, if it was went bad enough, I just don't think he would have got shot. I think that I've he would have been alive. Uh, I've seen these white folks get shot by mistake by the police. Dog. I see, but I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, come on, man. Maybe I, like, maybe. I Maybe if he was white, she fucking takes an we extra saw, second or two to make sure she we got saw, the right gun. Hold on, we saw we we saw the dude South Carolina um, that shot up the church, and they took him to Burger King before they King. took him in there, right? Then we saw another dude. Um, I I think he he did the I forget what shooting he did. It was another one of those mass shootings, man. Another white dude. They just nicely handcuffed him and took him in there. Well, I want to be black, man. Come on, man. These police cameras, they are, they're always on, Joe. Mm-hmm. It's not, we don't just get some of them. We're getting all of them. Why is the overwhelming proportion of these things people of melanin tint? I just made up a word, but I'm rocking. <laughs> yeah, look, everybody you know what I mean? Nah, is, I mean, it's the reason we got a hashtag Black Lives Matter. Well, no, yeah, the yeah. reason, the reason to answer the question, I mean, there's an answer to that. There's an answer to that question. Yeah. It's because you fear the unknown. The you know what I'm saying? The fear of us is greater than the reality of us. So fact. So I that's I what that's that so, last you know. That's literally yeah. That's literally the that's literally the answer to the question. I fear you, so therefore. Even though the reality of you is the complete opposite, because I've already been, you know, we let's talk about. Yeah, it ain't let's, always the complete. Nah, yes, How about the same? Yes, it is. No, no, look, because what, what, why, why did just hilarious? Why, why did just hilarious <laughs> act the way that she acted towards that guy when she thought he was a Muslim? True. Because that's what she. That's what's been. That's what. That's what's been burned into her head. Uh-huh. A lot of people says that when they see that they react, yeah. especially on an airplane or in the airport. They, well, that, I mean, they, 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 I'm just saying, but that's you, what they're saying. Oh, there is saying. a direct connection to that, and people been throwing that shit. It's no, trash. No, it's not even about a direct connection. It's about if I'm watching the news and the disproportionate of people that I see that are committing the crimes are black. What do you think that's doing to me every single day? What do you think oh, yeah. that's doing to me? Yeah, I think the news sensationalizes shit, though. But that's what you I'm just mean? saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, we all know it's like people. If you if you don't know, if you are not in the know, you're gonna be really susceptible to all the little bullshit that little sound bites and shit. Oh, black man did this, black man did that. You know what I'm saying? Either they don't know, listen, don't <laughs> show, show. <laughs> don't give a damn. <laughs> but yo, check this out. <laughs> yeah, want to get into the weekend? I know everybody had a good weekend, and there was a lot of people that was out there. I mean, yo, my IG was lit. With black people going to see us, I'm talking about there was straight parties what? in movie theaters. <laughs> Niggas with swag surfing across the. <laughs> Nobody people didn't even know what that meant. People didn't even know what us was about. Yo, yo they was ready to go they see was it. Part, yeah, I don't know. They had a DJ there, everything out there, but so, mm-hmm. to Jordan Peele, 
number one movie, number one movie in America, number one horror in America, but number one movie overall in America. Made the movie for twenty million. It jumped off the whole weekend, came away with ninety four million. So he's mm-hmm. winning in ways that you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just proud to see him in the position. Generational money, yeah. dogs. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, hell he yeah. Break it down and, and give it to them. Streams and all that. He gonna give some of that to the church. Ten percent. Trash. White wife. No, no doubt on uh, Brooklyn Nine. <laughs> yeah, throw that in there. Throw that yeah, in the yeah, show. Nah, nah. I think she's still on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, she is. Also, also mm-hmm. empowering people because we don't get black clans in like Jordan Peele. So he's out there uh, picking no, forward across nah. all pieces. But and I know you went to see it. I know uh-huh. you did swag surfing. You seen the video? Nah, I wasn't. Yeah, excuse me, that swag <laughs> surfing. I was in there with some popcorn chilling. Didn't it's fine. Was you in there with white, with white people in your was white people in your movie theater? Sure, absolutely. Okay, so now tell me what happened. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of different opinions about us, and it comes down to this. Us is Get Out. We all love Get Out. It's terrific. So on and so forth. The difference with this is it was, it was a horror movie. And it was a really good horror movie. And a lot of people are disappointed with it. It's like, oh, it just wasn't good as Get Out because it's not Get Out. Right. But you got to give the man credit. He's two movies in, two number one blockbusters off minimal budgets. And this one is basically a movie, another one starring basically the, your leads of your movie. Not an all black cast, but your leads of your movie are black. Mm-hmm. He's black. You, you, you're getting us to support it, even though yeah. it has some. Yeah. It, it's whatever he puts in his license. If he puts black in his license, it's fine. It doesn't oh, matter. He's black. There you go. When the police pull him over, trust me, he's not white. Now, when you get back to the point of him making this movie, it's terrific in his own way. If you look at it as just a horror movie, it's a lot of... It's, I can't really say anything about it for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, but if they have seen the movie, the third part of the movie kind of falls apart, but it has a great twist at the end, which kind of which kind of makes you rethink the whole thing. But it's a lot of things that go on in regards to the movie. It talks about, you know, identity. It talks about the underclass. There's some ways you can look at it like... Is it a reflection of America? Is it a reflection of ourselves? It's all in all, it's a great movie. It's terrific. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. Because if you're not, somebody's going to talk about it. You can get mad. Like, I should have known the twist. Well, you should have took your ass to the movie. Go with a cheap. <laughs> get, get it while you can. Call it a day. Now, on top of that, it, it, here's the weird thing. In the movie itself, well, remember why that before the movie, there was a trailer for a completely different horror movie. Y'all know who Octavia Spencer is, right? Oh, yeah. The Queen Queen Octavia, yeah. Yeah. Is this movie called Ma? She looked like a civil rights version of um, Sherry Shepard. We're good. We're going to edit that shit out. She... (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a movie called Ma. M.A. (laughs) I know, it sounds crazy. But if you want to call them. <laughs> wow, but if you that, that's probably gonna be the next really good horror drama kind of movie, check out the trailer if you can. I'll probably won't be talking about no movies no time soon until Avengers come out because he takes need to come on sale ASAP. Mm-hmm. Do I keep playing my emotions with these trailers? 
Yes. I need to know what happened after the snap. I need to know what's popping. That's most important to me right now. But all right. in all, Us was a terrific movie. If you get a chance, just step us here too. Um, is Us a movie about race? No. It's about so, see class. that's the thing. See, see that's the thing, yo. Every black movie with black people, people mm-hmm. always assume it's a movie about race. I don't know what the hell Us is about. So I got asked. It's about class. Yeah, I, yeah, it is. I think the confusion is get out. You that it's gonna be we're gonna talk about race this and that all the whole time. To a degree you are, but there's other but he's a director. He, I don't think he just wants to be like the new he's not the new Spike Lee. He's a new Steven Spielberg. He's a new M. Night Shalaman. He's he's yeah, a dispense yeah. guy, he's a thriller guy. M. He just has to know. Not yeah, he is. Uh, no, the first one was as good. I think he's taking the responsibility of saying that I have this way and have this power, and I'm going to use it to give people of color an opportunity. Because in horror movies, like, you don't see like the black family getting terrorized. You don't. They use the ones that end up. That's what I'm saying. Like this dude is making black horror movies, and we don't really fuck with horror movies. So like on low key, I kind of think he's trash. <laughs> But it's, I'm happy that he's doing what he's doing and getting people exposure to like more black people. Oh yeah, so, that's fair. Yeah, did you think? But did you other think than that, that like trash? I think it's trash. Like you don't have to be like oh horror. Like what the hell? Like black people yeah. don't need to be scared, yo. We need to talk about cops shooting us. He gave us black. Spike oh, no, Spike Lee gave us black camera. Nah, he he he's, he's one of the producers. He's the one of the producers. Yeah, he was on the camera. That's what Spike does. Spike's been doing it. Come on, man. I'm a Spike connoisseur. He's been doing that. If you follow his, if you follow the lineage of Spike, it's, this is another dude that Spike just helped him put on. You, you didn't see him go up there when Spike was collecting his awards. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was all in motherfucking. No, no, no. What I'm saying is. I know, no, well, I, but I know, though. I know Spike does that. You know what I mean? Come next to me, nigga. I'm gonna show you how to do this. Well, no, I mean, he was already is, on. No, I mean, let's not. Yeah, act like he yeah but thing. he still <laughs> wanted that. He like, heard if it, you already I, on, I, I read Kanye was, was already like, on. He still. I read something where he said, "Where uh, what's the, what's the name? Jordan Peele said, yeah, I was trying to fuck with Spike a few years back, but Spike was like, right. nah.'" So yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna give Spike, yo, Spike, you get mad props for grabbing the hottest black director since you. I didn't I'm give him props, I'm, but I didn't. No, 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 I didn't give him props. That's not even what I said. I was just knocking what Alex said when he yeah, said, "Oh, yeah. what he did, Black Klansman, he didn't." Oh, like, no, he didn't do that. Yeah, he's no, a producer. Not, so, yeah, but you, nah, you just cut me off before I gave the whole backstory. You did. You finished it. that sentence, though. No, I, did. Go I was going to tell you how he brought it to Spike and how Spike said that Jordan called him with only hey. six words that says "black man infiltrates KKK." Oh, I remember that. I remember hearing that. Yeah, right. That's how Jordan Peele brought the movie to Spike. He and said, he, "Hey, I oh, so Jordan Peele got Spike Lee his first real Oscar." No, yeah, Jordan Peele is. Hey, there you go. There you go. Nah. Yo, but the circle of life. Hey, but speaking of talented uh, filmmakers, yo, I can't wait to see that movie by that white guy that says nigger a lot in this movie. And uh, that dude, Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino. is going to be dope as fuck. And I'm going to watch it because I really want to hear what's the dude, what's the white dude and shit, Brad Pitt and the other white dude, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Want, oh, that's want, a Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I want to see who, yeah. Says, yeah. Yeah. who says nigger more. I wonder who says nigger more. I bet you they neither of them say it. Okay? Nah, yo, Leonardo DiCaprio is going to say nigga at least 10 times in this movie. For John Travolta never said it. Yes, he did. He didn't say, he didn't say it in, 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 in Pulp Fiction. Fiction. 
No. Yo, see, that's how that movie's been, man. I swear he said it like a dozen times and shit. His nah, Scientology wasn't allowed. He didn't, yo. Believe Harvey it. Keitel, I feel like, said it. And a couple of others did, but no. And Quentin Tarantino popped in the same himself with his black wife who was a nurse. Leo not saying nigga, man. He now got enough what, niggas out in Jenga. How do you know what everybody wife is, yo? How do Joe know everybody wife? He know who wife is. No, in the movie. Wife, in the movie, his wife was black. He was a nurse. Her name was like Tammy or some shit. I don't know his real wife. We need to go through Joe's IG follows. Yeah, Joey. Bonnie. Her name is Bonnie. Bonnie, you're right. I know who he's talking about. Yeah, Bonnie. Yo, Tarantino says nigga a lot, yo. He says nigga more than like niggas say nigga, yo. It's crazy. And he said, and the thing about the thing about Pulp Fiction, well, I'm going way off this nigga train right now, but it's crazy. We already know. But he said it mad times in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And he wasn't in it that long. They showed up and he's like, "Yo, what is this?" And he said, "Yo, what was it? Fucking uh, Samuel Jack? Like, yo, man, what you like? Help me out and shit. This house out." He said, "Does this say dead nigger storage?" <laughs> he's like, "He said he." Girl, he just said niggers for no reason. But um, shit, that's who he is, yo. Tarantino, he got his own space. I mean, I guess so. I'm not a big fan of the, a lot of his stuff. Like, I don't, I wasn't into that whole Kill Bill shit or. Whatever I love Kill Bill, ain't gonna lie. You know, I mean, I got the little action sequences, but you know, if I never saw it again, I'd be like, or if it never came out, I'd be cool. Maybe nah, guy brought us some. No, 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 I brought us some dope music, so nah, I, I was yeah. feeling some <laughs> shit. <laughs> but y'all, you know, wild hungry. I'm sitting here, I ain't eat nothing. I really want to get off this pod. I want to end it because I'm starving. But nobody riding with me right now. I want to keep on with the keep on. Yeah, we ain't really got much to get into no more. I mean, we could shout out Gronk for retiring and leave all of that in. We could shout out Gronk for retiring. Yeah. Where we at with the tournament right now? Um, we waiting for the Sweet Sixteen. Like it don't come on till Thursday though. So. Yeah, so we like. You know, Duke could have lost. That was yeah, a big oh, thing, you know what I mean? What's the name? It took Garko, it to... Carco, what's his name? Marcus? Yeah, they... No, Alex, I mean, Joe's man, um... Dad, what was the, what, what was your tall man's damn. name, Joe? Yeah, what's the thing? That was meeting him at the rim every... That was... Damn. Uh, that fouled I don't know. out, I can't... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they gave him, they gave him a run. You know, you gotta learn... You gotta learn to Flacco box out. something. Yeah, yeah Flacco. You gotta, learn, you gotta learn to box out. Taco, yeah. Taco, Taco. yeah. We got to learn the box. I mean, I don't know. I keep saying, I'm going to keep saying that. I said it before. I think Duke Dick is going to no get clipped before they get there. Yeah, it may not be. It may not be. It may not happen now, though. You know what I mean? Like, that was their, their big game. I think they might just run through the rest of these dudes. Now the confidence is too high. They played a tough game. They could have been eliminated, man. I Like, I was on the Duke might get eliminated before, but now I don't even know, I don't know who left the, who's left that does it. Gonzaga got a good team, but yo, they're not going no way. Okay, here's the thing, man. This, you know what really changed me? You know what really changed me, yo? I watched that game, and and we all saw it and said like this was a great game. You know what I mean? It might be the best game we might see in the tournament, right? But at the time when Duke was down or tired or some shit, right? Zion, they just get you never seen him do this before. Literally, just post up. They gave him the ball into the post. 
He knocked dude out of the way, went right, did his pivots, drop step move right into the post. Another body knocks him. He adjusts his arms and shoots that little baby on that little baby shot into the ring mm-hmm. and scores. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, Wait, not everybody could do that. Like, <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, not everybody could do that. Like, this is the first time you see Zion in the clutch saying, yo, Give take us home, big fella. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it wasn't from a three or a jump shot or anything like that. It was like, yo, I'm just bigger, stronger, and better than the rest of you people, and I could do it. And Duke has a good enough squad to keep every team close. And then if you have that Zion factor, that guy that could just, yeah, that that, that guy that you could just give it to at at this moment, and he'll go get you home, y'all might be over. Like, me saying that changed everything, yo. Like, I'm like, yo. Knicks need to get this joker. Yeah, yeah. There He's you go. special and different. It's something else about this kid, yo. He ain't just running and jumping out there like I thought he was. He in there, and the dude, and they didn't even call a foul on this play, man. If you watched it, yo, and you watched the one dude on his left side bumping into him, the dude right in front of him, he's trying to put his body into him, and then he has a hand on his right side, so he's surrounded, and he still takes those bumps, goes up, Adjusts his arm in midair and then floats the ball in. Right, dude, don't feel no Today, pressure. He just scored the just scores the points. Throughout the whole time <laughs> I've been listening to sports talk radio, NBA talk radio, it's always been if the Knicks get the number one trade, they're gonna trade it for AD. Today, coming out coming out the weekend, I'd rather say this week coming out the weekend was the first time I say I heard people say, "Yo, they can't they they gotta they gotta keep him." They can't Definitely. let him go. They got like that Very was the first time. And I because I couldn't understand what they kept saying. Yeah. Trade that nah, get that number one pick traded for AD. And I was like, I wouldn't do that. But today, everybody I heard every Chris we saw, I heard a bunch of people change their tune. It was like, yo, nah, we gotta Dogs. we gotta keep him. We gotta keep him. Yeah, it was so it was special. Yeah, it's it's something different to watch, man. He's the first Coach K Duke guy that ever scored 30 and 10. You know what I mean? Right, since he's been back like from in the, the tournament injury, he's been game. Like thirty and ten, and he shouldn't like. No, he, he scored like... thirty and ten in the tournament game. That's oh, okay. Duke, Duke player never did that before. Dude is just different, man. And he shoot. I'm talking about the lineage of Duke. You know, yeah, and, yo, dude, you know th- three is pretty a, good. We, gonna, we, we should we should have a conversation about that, and another, and you know, expand upon it because there's been a lot of like Duke players look good in Duke, but they don't translate to the NBA. And when he was when they were saying it, they were talking about to become. Superstars, oh, they, yeah. they're consistent I mean, I players, but outside yeah. of Grand Hill, you know, <clears throat> you know, injury aside, we've never seen one really come in and be that superstar. I think it was him and maybe I'm not not necessarily Elton Brand, but Elton Brand averaged like twenty and ten. Yeah, he's, he's a star. Getty too. Like, but I mean, here's the thing, man. Like, Jay Williams got injured. First off, the first knock on him day was always getting injured, yo. There's a lot we could say, and like that's why I want to, I don't want to overflow with this thing, yo. But like, it it had to do in the beginning with the type of athletes that that um Coach K was trying to recruit and go right. for. Like he would never go for an Iverson type player, you know what I mean? He would only go for a, a Grand Hill type player. So, the, so there's that, and then there's also the way that he uses players. I mean, Joe, I remember Joe was so in love with Justice Winslow. But and he was like, "Oh, I want to draft Justice Winslow. He's gonna be so great." And I was like, "Yo, in the league, he's not gonna be able to do that. He's a power forward on in, in Duke. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a six four power forward in Duke. Coach K just puts him in a better position, so he takes big players outside and he just right. penetrates on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's it, it's a little bit different, and that that's the thing that Coach K does. Just to just to in short, say like he just he just puts people in good positions so that they look better, and they're always going to be high ranked. So the players are going to be highly ranked. Yeah, you know. Mm. But shout out to everybody. Also today was Air Max Day, so shout out to everybody that had their Air Maxes on. Mm. I don't own no sneak. I don't know fly sneakers, but that's all cool. I get. I just go in there and get my what, son's sneakers. What you wear, off. like? What you yeah, wear, nah, like the Kmart shoes? <laughs> nah, nah, Church nah, shoes. Bacho Bookie. Bacho Bookie, excuse me. But you know. Yep. That's where that 10% <laughs> going. Yeah. That's a fact. Nah. But we thank y'all for tuning in today. We know you're walking away. You know, feeling better better than when you first started listening to this podcast. You feel better than mm-hmm. you. You feel better than the person next to you now because you learned something. Again, we have a lot of hot takes going on. We thank everybody for checking out our IG page. You can always catch us or DM us at Better Than You Pod on IG. Get at us. Get at our comments. We want all the smoke. We want all the praise. We don't care. Till next time. Peace. One hundred. Peace.